Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about... Yeah! Okay, uh, thank you so much for listening to this show. We are Merge Boot, the Survivor Podcast. And uh, as you heard in the, the the theme song, I'm Joel and you're Cody. Yeah, that's true. And uh, we're recapping today's episode of Survivor 43, episode 4. And what an episode it was, especially... Actually, this is probably the best episode of the season. This was very fun front to back. And we have a very special guest, returning guest, and uh, a good guy and my friend, our friend, Ben Stagger. Hello, hello, hello. Here I am, back in the Merge Boot Studios. Yeah, it's it, there's no contestant from Kitchener Waterloo this year. Oh, I thought you were going to say there's no place like the Merge Boot Studios. Yeah, there is. There's no place like the Merge Boot Studios. There's no place like Kitchener Waterloo. There's no place like a Kitchener Waterloo contestant on Survivor. Um, uh, but ben, I'm dealing. Ben I'm saying Cody's Cody's an honorary Kitchener Waterloo guy. Thank you. This one? Or this the one, one and the one competing. <laughs> Both there's no us. place like the Merge Boot Studio. Just tap your headphones together and you'll 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 be here. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so this was a fun episode, Ben. How have you been liking this season as a whole so far, though? I'm liking it. I'm actually liking it. It has a different vibe without uh, Canadian contestants, mm-hmm. especially no Kishwar Lu contestants. Mm-hmm. But different no vibe Ajax. for sure. Yeah. But I'm actually liking it. Yeah. It's it, uh, th- this this episode really. Uh, I feel like it was a balanced episode. We saw a lot of people and we saw a lot of interesting content, fun content from each and every tribe. Yeah. And then the vote out was really fun, I thought. Well, yeah, we got a lot of Coco content too, which we'd been lacking on. We got a little bit uh we got a little bit more insight, I guess, on their tribe. And I think they got a little bit more insight. Hey, that's about what their I was gonna tribe. say. I feel yeah, like something learned. surprising happened. <laughs> and uh that's what caused the vote to happen. So Whatever plan they had been stewing for the last few days while not going to tribal council, it all blew up in <laughs> Lindsay's up. face. Yeah, Lindsay. <laughs> I would not trust her as my pediatric nurse. Is that what she is, a pediatric nurse? I believe she is. I'm not even kidding. Oh, wow. And yeah. Get, she, imagine you go in to get heart valve surgery and Gabler's your surgeon and Lindsay is your nurse. And Cody's trying to sell you an elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the way up there. You're going to have to get down, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are the other jobs? Uh, <laughs> who, who else could help you out? 
Uh, we got the psychologist on yeah. floor seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true. Uh, I, oh man, I'm Ellie, blanking on whatever. Ellie's else coaching does. you through your heart valve specialist. Yeah, meeting. But what does everyone else do? Like, what does we got the 19 year old that says he's a 22 year old. Yeah, he's gonna he's cremate, just a con man. He's gonna cremate you when you're done. Yeah. you die. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, he's the pet cremator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does Cassidy do? She's a student, I think. Is she? And she's like into crystals and like I don't know what James's career is, but I know he's the chess master. Is he yes. stay at home bad? Oh, maybe it, maybe he is. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. There's too many people on right now for me to know all of the things. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Once then, the numbers start dwindling, then I'll well, memorize the jobs. And uh, Ben, you weren't here for it earlier in the season, but I did wish for some for my wish for uh, some medevacs this season. So that would really help you out too. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it help Ben out? Well, because he's worried about there being too many people right now. Exactly. Well, next week they all. I don't like want anyone. Poisoned. I don't want anyone to get hurt. But like maybe like. Yeah, I said nothing. You know what would have been yeah, great if serious. the if the fish that Vessi uh, didn't get this week they won, but they didn't accept. If that was all poisoned and they all got medevaced. Oh yeah. Or they yeah. actually ended up eating it cold and they all got sick. Cody wanted to. And he then, really did. I thought it was really funny when Noel was like, "I'm not eating fucking cold fish." <laughs> if I were on that tribe, I would take the ten fish and I would let them free. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going in the fire. Like you ain't going in my mouth. They're already dead. Yeah, putting them back in the ocean. Yeah. Um, those were. Uh, I was about to say those were big fish, but I didn't see the fish. <laughs> <laughs> those were big papaya. You those were, were papayas, Joel. Yeah, you yeah. were imagining those fish. You were. I did when Jeff said ten fish. I know. I was. His mouth was watering. I was I picturing a big. I was actually really excited fish. to see those. That's the <laughs> letdown of that. But then episode. we saw them all eating apples. I was like, "Is this Survivor? Or did we fast forward to Abbott Elementary?" <laughs> yeah, you make kids, a good point. The kids just yeah. dropped off a bunch of apples to I the staff room. They got to do a crossover episode this season. Yeah, I hope they, they do. That kid from Everybody Hates Chris needs to be on Survivor. He's not yep. a kid anymore. No, he's a teacher now. I think he's as Same old as, as us. Makes sense. Wow. Um, well, Ben, I want to ask you too because we haven't had you on yet. We haven't had any guests. First guest of the season. Congratulations. Other than our preseason, but yes. Yeah, but uh, how have you been liking this season so I far? I just asked him that. Well, like, I want to I ask him. Okay. I just asked him the well, same he, question. Did, did you forget that I asked him that? Same. I'm going to get to you. What different. is this? Is this fly on the wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade? <laughs> Asking the guests the same question twice? I think he wasn't satisfied with my answer, so he wants to go yeah, a bit deeper. A <laughs> so you want to go deep? Let's go deep. All right. How am I feeling about this season? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I so love much Cody. Deeper than before. I love the Red <laughs> Tribe. Um, Explain I w- yourself. Were you not paying attention? I, I was worried about the fish. I was worried about Ben. Well, I want to ask him now about uh, Kitchener Waterloo. <laughs> I already <laughs> asked him that. He wants to go deeper. If you want to ask the right question. Ben, oh, I'm sorry you had answer. to see this. You will get But I'm going to reach deep. across the table and pull up Cody's hair. Oh, this is not a reward challenge, Joel. <laughs> I wish I had they a sandbag to throw at yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Right now. Lots of sandbag content. I know. There's a lot of I'd say the pop of the episode was sandbags. That's yeah. true. Hey, uh, Ben, what would you think if they put the fish back in the water when they caught them? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> we have to take a break. <laughs> you guys want. I'll say what I want to say. What are you going to say? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Let loose. Let so loose. glad that you said I'll say what I wanted to say, and then you went. Yeah. You sighed. You know what? Microphone. Okay, we all know the big thing about this season more than any other season that I've witnessed on record, the color coordination. What's going on with that? They're really making them wear yellow yeah. clothes, blue clothes, reddish clothes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's standing out more this season than any other season. For me, in my mind's eye. Say you were going on the island. Yeah. Would you, if you were on like the blue tribe, if you were on the yellow tribe, if you were on the red tribe, would you have, do you have red clothes to wear? Do you have blue clothes to wear? Do you have yellow clothes? Is there any gap in your personal wardrobe? Mm, Well, he has a lot of gap clothing. Yeah. It's all gap, buddy. (laughs) Do you say shots fired? No, he shops at the Gap. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) This guy fucking shops at the Gap. I would love if I... Sorry, I'm peeking a bit. You got excited about the Gap. I got excited, but I would love if uh, Jeff Probst sometimes... I would love if he's like, Survivor's ready, go, and then he shoots a flare gun. Or a real gun. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. He pretty much... Like, Maybe he shoots one of the contestants. This is Jeff Probst's. Like, d- do they own an island? Pretty much. Like, is this? Uh, or is it a no. couple islands? They, a, there's a bunch of islands, and they get like a tax break for filming there. Even wow, they get paid to film there, basically. Wow. Hmm. Um. <laughs> but I think other shows film there when they're not filming there. Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary films there. The Dana Carvey podcast. The Dana Carvey podcast films there. Yes. Um, E.T. Canada. E.T. Canada is a big one. They're uh, ghosts. 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 Of course. There, yeah. Wow. And, I, hey, you know, uh, this too, because uh, Ben called me an honorary Kitchener-Waterloo at the start. Mm-hmm. Maybe unintentional, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it anyway. All Cody's. Um, I am filming in Kitchener-Waterloo, and they're yes. giving me a key to the city, <gasps> I think, after production. Oh, that's yes. so amazing. I hope, they, I hope they do a big ribbon ceremony. Wow. Kind of ribbon. <laughs> yeah. You are going during the biggest uh, time of the year for Kitchener-Waterloo people, Oktoberfest. If you're going in October, <laughs> this is the biggest month for yeah. Kitchener-Waterloo people. Yeah. So <laughs> you are about to witness some culture. <laughs> they're big, like... Uh, is it German? Is it the German. Is the second, it's the second biggest Oktoberfest in the whole wide world. Yeah. So I've tr- been. This is my first year in a while. Joel goes more it. than I go. Yeah. To Oktoberfest. It's fun. Wow. Schnitzel. I I mean, I'm an easy sell for schnitzel. It's one of my favorite foods. Schnitzel. Yeah. I love schnitzel. I, just, I crave it so much. Oh, that would be... Uh, oh, my God. I'm just picturing... Uh, Jeff Probst and Lederhosen with a hat. <laughs> Reward today, schnitzel. And I'm like, oh, Applebee's, oh. schnitzel. <laughs> today's today's reward is brought to you by Kitchener Waterloo Oktoberfest. <laughs> schnitzel with a side of sandbags and pork skewers. <laughs> No skewers this season yet. I'm waiting for the skewers. Yeah, the skewers. I hope. I hope that we see. But some it's chicken. Of those. It's always yeah. chicken skewers. I don't know. Maybe why I said. we don't know if those those ten fish came on one big skewer or not. I Should've. know. Yeah. Ugh. Well, uh, let's uh, mm. get into. Um, I just do want to tell a story. Me and Ben, speaking of ten fish, went fishing together this summer. Yes, we did. Really? We both caught big fish. Did we you caught- make it into a bit of a competition? Uh. No, I think we were both very excited for each other when we caught fish. Yeah, it made us 
like get ready for if we're ever picked on Survivor. I will. I have two stories, two quick stories to tell. First story: when I caught my fish, we were hungry, and we got feral. Yeah. (laughs) There's a video of Ben yelling at the at the edge of the dock, going, "We're cooking it! We're cooking it!" As I'm reeling in it, I'm like, "Get the net!" Yeah, it was like winning a reward or immunity challenge. Like I can see, like that's exactly what happened. Lunch? Not (laughs) imagine any food. I know. No, we we brought so much food, but we were getting so feral over this one fish. And then uh, this was after dinner, and we had the fish as an appetizer. Yep. I won't get into how we killed the fish, but it was <laughs> a feral affair. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, this is this is a less funny story. But I was swimming in the water, and Ben got a snag. He asked me to fix his snag. I I w- swam over, I unhooked it, and then he started reeling in and was like, "Joel, I don't think you fixed the snag." And I look over, and he's got this huge fish on his eye. I was like, "No." That's a fish. <laughs> yeah. It was an even bigger fish than mine. And I reeled it in, and it was Russell Hans's hat. <laughs> <laughs> the fish was wearing Russell Hans's hat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were preparing like that. Yeah, we were practicing. Yeah, we're practicing. We're getting ready. Mm-hmm. But again, when you're on Survivor, you're actually going in the water. So We actually didn't have a full fishing uh, kit. We had half a fishing kit and some limes. Vessi. Did you um, have the arm sling thing that Gabler was having trouble with? I wish we had it, but instead we just had a, a rod. A rod. I, I looked that up from last week. You're only supposed to pull it as far back as your thumb. Oh, yeah? And he's pulling it back at his elbow. He's oh, going yeah, to break he had it thing. way up here, and it was... Yeah, that's two weeks ago, actually. But it's, he's only supposed to pull it back from his thumb. He was giving him little pinches. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if... Th- th- we still haven't seen, like, if that was foreshadowing anything or if mm-hmm. that was just a fun moment. It, uh, well, yeah, because it, it seemed like he was going to lose the rod. But... Why don't we start at that tribe anyway, and we can start to yeah, talk about because it was those Bomfron blankets. It yeah, was, the Bomfron blankets. Yeah, it was interesting with this one again. We're seemingly seeing this tribe boil over and boil over. It, it honestly, like if you're following the edit, it makes me think they're going to tribal every episode at yeah. this point. Yeah, but we don't see it again. I think it's really building towards some sort of showdown between Gabler and Ellie. Ellie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think I'm still sticking with I think Ellie would go on that tribe. I don't think Gabler's going to Well, I saw one, some but... frustration from Owen towards Gabler during that challenge. <laughs> he said, "Thank you, professor," yep. at one point. That was very that was very sassy. That was the curmudgeon he's been holding yeah. back. We got mm-hmm. to see a glimpse of it finally. Yep. Yeah. That that was I was like, "Whoa, holy crap." And they ended up solving the puzzle because of Noel and uh jesse's help over there yeah. too. yeah so yeah i mean there's uh theirs was interesting again we had um everyone pissed at gabler because he was covering them with palm fronds while, while they, they slip yeah. yeah that was an interesting cold open <laughs> it was really funny we open on gabler <laughs> walking over with a palm front i thought he was trying to prank them like piss them yeah. off and toss them it's like here you go Honestly, I will <laughs> say this. It's another weird thing that we got to think about in the edit because I was like, this gray looks like it looks like this could have been filmed like maybe in the more like it didn't. It wasn't that late, you know, like well, it, was it could have taken a nap. Yeah, I think it, it was, was early, early like yeah. dawn. Yeah. yeah, it might have been like 5 a.m. or something. 
Yeah. Right when, like, if you're staying up all night, like, and you're waiting to get to sleep and waiting to get to sleep, like, like, 5 a.m. could be the middle of the night. Well, yeah. Like, when you're, like, camping or something, or even, like, in your room and, like, a string hits your face, like, it's the worst thing yeah. Yeah. to be sleeping and having something. Or, like, um, I guess when you're uh, having sleepovers with friends and they start tickling your face with a feather or whatever. Oh. It's... Do you have a bad experience? <laughs> Do we want to get into yeah. it? <laughs> with the shaving cream on your hands, so you swat yourself in the face. Yeah. And that was... My parents doing it every night growing was that, up. Was that, or was that when you were uh, on a hockey team? You were originally in uh, Minneapolis, but then you got recruited to be uh, as part of the World Juniors on Team USA. Well, the, the weird thing is that when I was on a hockey team with it, um, they would put the shaving cream in my palm, but I'd sleep on my belly, so they would... Uh, tickle my ass until I slapped shaving cream all over my ass, and then the team would together shave. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a Mighty Ducks thing. No, this no. was a, a, the team joining forces. And they weren't using the feather from your cowboy hat to tickle your face. For the people who's, who are confused by what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Mighty Ducks too right now. <laughs> I would love to see them reboot Mighty Ducks with Gabler in Emilio Estevez's role. Well, they just recast... Emilio Estevez was it Josh Dumel in the role? Yeah, is he not in it? No. He Emilio? got fired. Really? Emilio got fired. For what? I thought it had something to do with Did he get canceled? No, I don't I it was it was people speculated it had something to do with Vax vaccinating, but then oh. Emilio Estevez came out and was like, No, 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 I'm not anti vax. I I left for other reasons. That well, I don't now want to get into. this episode is flagged on Spotify. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. <laughs> oh, because we are pro vax. No, because he said vax. So you know who knows. Well, I, I feel like Spotify uh, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Apple something. Yeah, maybe it's Apple. Yeah. No, I just Spotify is literally one that got in trouble for. No, no, but like I go on. Uh, you know, I when I'm listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Some like podcasts have little like notices. Even I think even if you're just like if you say really something, I don't know. But well, maybe if you talk about it a lot, what, what podcasts are you listening to? Uh, <laughs> no, it's no. It, you think it's like would be a bad you thing, but to Nicki Minaj's cousin's friends podcast. Yes. <laughs> The following podcast has some jokes about vaccines. Don't worry, everyone. Just no, no, no. It's yourselves. not. It's like it'll be like listed like on like the thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Explicit content and also content about vaccinations. Yeah. So now this More is... More information about vaccinations. Click this link and Uh-oh. it takes you and it rickrolls you. <laughs> Never going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably have one of those on top of this episode. Yeah. Hey, whatever. But Never th- going to give you up. That was kind of the main thing with them, I guess, was that uh, they were getting help with the challenge and everything like that. Um, but... Uh, 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 don't worry, everyone. Too Baca, the, the audio is going to be the same. Yeah, Baca was. Yeah. yeah, that was the main thing with Baca. Well, I mean, uh, Vessi showed some mercy to Baca twice because they very well, on paper, should have gone and taken the bigger fishing kit from from Baca, right? Because uh, they had, to, but they went to Coco because Coco had more people left in their uh tribe so they wanted to weaken their tribe to steal when when vessi won the reward challenge to steal something this was the first episode 
I think a 41, 42, 43, where there is, like, concrete interaction between tribes. Not just, like, individual yeah. people on the Cutthroat Island or the, the Shipwheel Island or something. Actual sort of competition between the tribes. Actual sort of, like... Which we see a lot, especially when there's a swap. I'm sorry to say. And but we see a lot in the two tribe seasons that mm. don't have a, a a swap or a merge. I, I will L- see like legitimate competition between the tribes. You didn't you don't you don't see that in forty one forty two. You sort no. you see like connections formed on Shipwheel Island. This one's run. This season is, and I know that um, you and other people think that uh, or like say and feel that this is similar to forty one and forty two. Samey. Right, uh, but I do feel like this is different. I th- I think that this uh, this season uh, runs a little bit different. Um, and <laughs> I think the people can... at home, I was handing Cody a coaster so as to not damage his nice table, and I spilled my beer. <laughs> yep, and it spilled on my hand. And I have celiac disease, so that's pretty much exactly like when a werewolf is a human and sees the moon. <laughs> Or when Spider-Man gets bit by a spider. Do you want to go wash your hands? Uh, no, I'm just putting it in my sleeve right now. Well, uh, luckily uh, for everyone uh, here at home and for Ben, we got to go on a break. And we'll is be it, right back time after to go a on word a break? from our sponsors. Okay, yeah, yeah. Why don't we actually take a, a legitimate break then? <laughs> well, yeah, we're going on a break. Okay, yeah, I'll see you, see you after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we are back, um, and let's talk about Sammy for a second. We heard from Sammy. He seems a little frustrated with Gabler. Yeah, he, he clarifies. I love the guy, but. I think that Sammy's a little bit too much of a tryhard, though, and a little bit too much of a, like, I like Survivor, I'm a strategist kind of thing to vote out Gabler because of that. I think that he's going more towards Ellie because he's more slighted that Ellie doesn't seem to care about strategy or, like, right. care about the boys at all and thinks that they're stupid and just following her. But they could, if he's frustrated enough with Gabler, they could be bonded towards that. I mean... Typically, in the pre-merge, the smart thing is to vote out the social pariah than to vote strategically, right? Mm-hmm. Either you know, like which we saw sort of tonight on on Coco, where somebody was way overplaying or assuming there was be overplaying, and everybody else was playing smart. Um, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, but but like on Baca, I just feel like. Uh, Maybe Sammy, if push comes to shove, next week will be. I mean, the the complicated part if they go to tribal council next week is that Gabler has his dang idol. Mm -hmm. Well, I also think that it's going to come down to Owen um, deciding because Owen seems more frustrated with Gabler Gabler in general too. Yeah. Uh, Whereas I think that Sammy's not going to be bothered enough to make a unanimous decision Mm -hmm. like that. We haven't heard from Janine in a bit. 
Yeah, we haven't heard from her. Even True. Janine was the one that went through Gabler's bag, but he seems to think it was Ellie. Well, it was both of them. Like, yeah. Janine did the physical act. I think that Ellie is giving off the vibe like, oh, uh, even Janine was like, Ellie's going to talk to um, him or Last whatever. Week, yeah. Like, and like, Ellie's giving off the vibe of being in charge and Janine's giving off the vibe of just being we along saw, the ride. She was on the bench. We saw Ellie be frustrated with Gabler about the fire making. Little twigs, big twigs. Yeah. He was, he was drowning the... She was very upset about that. Do you think Gabler was being a little much? But also, maybe Gabler's playing his little character that he said he was playing like the other time. He's like, oh, I'm going to act as the dumb guy. <laughs> so maybe he's playing that up. Remember that? <laughs> he purposely is like yeah. not doing the fire properly like, to oh, frustrate Oh, here's a blanket. Ellie. Gabler, that's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. playing the dumb guy. He's doing a good job. So you're, you're asleep, 5 a.m., your apartment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, your girlfriend puts a big branch with these like sharp leaves on, them on top of you. It's just like sleep tight. It almost sounds like a thing you'd tell like a child, like the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus. <laughs> at, at five a.m., Gabler comes in <laughs> with a palm tree branch, and that means your heart valve is ready to be operated. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, they got some lucky breaks tonight because of uh, um, Vessi definitely wants Coco to get knocked down. Yeah, Co- and it made sense. That was a great move for uh, Vessi. They uh, gained the trust. I-, I think that they'll gain a lot of respect from that tribe, too. They didn't steal from that tribe, so that also uh, helps them out, too, mm-hmm. that they didn't steal from them. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Coco had the numbers right now. If they're going to go to emerge, then Coco has the majority next week, or even the week after. Yeah, so I I think that it was a really good move in general. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it was a good move by them. I think. Um, also, <laughs> I do want to note too that uh, Gabler said um, uh, when they were like, "Oh, uh, why are you putting this on us or whatever?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry, they don't have any ants." Like they're they're worried yeah, about yeah, ants no, and not being. It's all right. I, I brushed the ants up. off of them. <laughs> yeah, there's no ants on the the palm fronds, so it's okay. You're not going to get ants on you. Maybe that's that's like uh, referencing uh. something we didn't see, where Ellie is like mad about ants. It, yeah, maybe she had ants in her pants at one point. Well, maybe sh- that was her favorite DreamWorks movie, and she can't watch it anymore because the lead voice actor's canceled. Got canceled, yeah. So, yeah. She, and she hates the Bugs Life too. Yep. Because the villain is canceled in that. Who plays the villain? Kevin Spacey. Oh, for some reason I think it is Dennis Hopper, but its name his is his name is Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's kind of like that. Survivor. Ants versus uh, Bugs Life. Yeah, grasshoppers, yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, Dave Foley. Mm-hmm. Canadian. Um, okay, let's move on to Vessi. So, we, we this was a Vessi-heavy episode for yep. them not going to tribal. Super Vessi-heavy. I loved it. They were well, bonded. They were kind of gone after the reward, basically. Like, they did the reward thing, and then that was it. Well... I mean, I th- I feel like the the challenge was mostly about Vessi doing well and then helping Baka. Mm-hmm. Then it was mm-hmm. about Coco losing. The camera loves Cody. 
The camera yeah. loves Cody. Yeah, he was doing well at both of those challenges. Him, him knocking off those the, the reward challenge things. Yeah, I think Cody's kind of like coming in the attitude like, if I don't win, I'm gonna be super likable, so I can get some brand deals after this. Cody is kind of the main character of the season. He right is. Now. Yeah, I I mean, and his tribe's worried about that too, right? Like they didn't. Uh, well, Dwight, anyways, didn't really want Cody to go over there he's a because he's and he's so likable too. I think he was the right guy to do it, and I think they 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 made the right choice. I mean, it was definitely the right guy for Cody, too. But if you're thinking about them, right, and who the other tribe might be like, oh, I, I like Cody. Like, I want to work with Cody now or whatever. Yeah. Then they're like, OK, well, we'll just take out Dwight or or we'll just take out Noel. You know? Yeah. I don't think he he made friends on Coco. When <laughs> well, he, no. he certainly didn't with Carla and he didn't with um, Lindsay, who went home. He but. and Cassidy seem to be flirting. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Oh my god! Yeah, they're 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 kindred spirits, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's into energies. He's, he's into, into the vibe. Yeah, he he loves vibes, which <laughs> which Carla kind of called him out for. He's like all like mahalo and in Hawaii and all this stuff, and then she goes. You're from fucking Idaho, dude. And then you hear him go, Aloha, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and <ten>. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it's an it was an interesting uh, discussion. Um, it was funny. Noel was talking about like, hey, um, we don't we we should go to Baca so we don't like piss off Coco, because it would be the obvious choice to go to Baca. But then Noel is the one that was like helping Baca with the puzzle. So I guess that went out the window, like being diplomatic. Yeah. Um. And uh, but yeah, so we uh, it was funny to see the perspective on that. Like Jesse was saying, like if I was a kid and I had my f- like it was in a gang, and my face had to, I'd definitely go for the jugular. But now I live in a cul-de-sac, you know. Mm-hmm. I I want to keep things even keel, so I'm thinking this way. But Cody got his way. But also he didn't end up stealing machete. He got his yeah. way. I think it was a half measure. Go over there. Don't just get the get try and try and bargain to get some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We we maybe didn't see that conversation. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't see what happened when he got back, but he got the things that they wanted anyway, and he, uh, they it, didn't get the. In his confessional, it seemed like that was the intentional choice to yeah. to just to, to to lowball him at first and then get more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was a good move from Cody. I don't think he pissed off his tribe from that. He definitely pissed off that tribe. And they pissed off that tribe again anyways later. So Yeah, yeah. I so think that whole interaction was the beginning of the end for Lindsay. You think? Yeah. She started spiraling. She's like, well, I ain't going to work with that mm-hmm. that guy, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I will say... Put her in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. I, it's you're, you're probably not wrong. And, and then I think the, the fact that... I keep bringing it up, but it is... It, it's kind of a big deal that Vessi helped Baca at the thing, but yeah. th- I feel like that pissed them off, and that was probably a big conversation point when they got back to camp. Yeah. Well, 100%. And I think it pissed everyone. Like, James looked furious about it, and he looked confused and furious. Like, why would, the, why would they do that? Why are they doing that to us? Mm-hmm. And Gio and Cassidy on the, on the Sandra bench were like, what? What are they doing? Yeah. And they said, not deserved wins. 
wins, both of them not deserved. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly Vessi was. Vessi deserved that Vessi win. was. And well, maybe they don't deserve it because they're bad anyway. people. Coco was behind anyway. Yeah. But they still helped. Who knows what would have happened. Mm-hmm. Coco had a hard time with that square, though. Yeah. They really did. Yeah, they were down there for a bit. Uh, until they figured it would be future survivor players take note of something this is an easy one to replicate at home mm-hmm. you can do this on paper and figure it out i i think that uh though the only confessional we really got was the jugular one uh called a sack from jesse this episode i think it was a pretty light jesse episode yeah, you might but have it spoken a, at the beginning of the episode it, it was there, very, we, i don't think we talked about how there was they, they were mourning NECA. yeah uh, but yeah, it was a very light Jesse episode, but also just the confessional he did get was pretty powerful and still looked pretty good. On he's him. looking good. He's looking, yeah, he's good. looking good. He's looking good. Yeah, do you do you watch for winter edits? Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, no, not really. No. But I think about it. I do think about the edit. You know, hanging out with you guys a lot. You know, the editing does come to mind Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but when you're watching it do you ever like come across like oh that person's not winning oh uh yeah not well no now that i think about it i'm like oh okay maybe uh the girl with the glasses on the blue tribe maybe she's not winning she's not (laughs) getting a lot of yeah it was funny you said (laughs) that uh uh, if cody went over there and stole her glasses yeah i wish they stole the glasses or something like that. Yeah. Come on. That would have been great. That would have really screwed Just them over. Personally attack one person. Yeah. On <laughs> Take her shoes. <laughs> hey, last week we saw Carla talk to um, Ryan about his socks. Mm-hmm. This week, Ryan was like, I hope he doesn't steal my shoes. Yeah. What if Cody went over there, stole the uh, Ryan's shoes and socks, filled them with sand, and threw them in the water. Oh, well, they made a sandbag out of the socks. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Jeff would be salivating in the editing booth. Yeah, he'd be He's like, got a really big thing for sandbags. Do you, think sandbags. Do you think Jeff personally edits every episode? Yes. And the yeah. sandbags, on, they're on, getting a good edit this, uh, this on, season. On Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> yes. So you are centering the, Woody, the yeah. winning edit. And the winner you're, you're of Survivor 43, <laughs> Sandbags. <laughs> Runner up, Chicken Skewers. I so, think that our ad break actually had an ad break for uh, yeah. Sandbags. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. they were. this was the Sandbag Week. <laughs> um, uh, hey, Cody, have you heard of Sandbags? <laughs> <laughs> With promo code Joel and Cody at Sandbag.com. <laughs> Um, I love that if they're making up promo codes <laughs> to benefit us, dude. It's not asking us. I'm uh, like, I really, I just some of my favorite parts in Survivor is when they go hard with like a brand. I want, I, I'm excited for a shit. brand to come in. Like, an like a, well, it has been Applebee's the last Applebee's, few years. and then you know, of course, we think about the Pontiac ads. In the early in the years, first, Doritos yeah. with Tina loving Doritos, and then they had a Doritos yeah. challenge later. Wow. Um. So and like Sprint fan favorite, of course. Was that like uh, with the like uh, the f- the family videos or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I need like, some good uh, shots of a truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They should bring back the car. Yeah, I know. I want the car. 
Yeah. I, you know what? Sometimes you see a Pontiac Aztec when you're driving around, and you're like, well, that... Maybe they got that via because of Survivor. I feel like that yeah, only maybe lasted. Maybe that's Richard Hatch. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Hatch, Colby. It's either Richard Hatch or uh, Walter White. Oh, Walter White had one. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was sold on the Survivor advertising. Yeah, he's such a wiener in those f- that first season. Maybe he was a big wiener. Uh, yeah, and then he became a winner. <laughs> Wieners at war. I am the wiener. Wieners at war. Anthony Wiener versus Richard Hatch. <laughs> 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 Jeff, make it happen. We know you're listening, buddy. Island of the Wieners. No, I was thinking. I was, I was thinking about this like maybe 20 minutes ago. Maybe that's why I was so silent for a little bit. But I was thinking about how like sometimes, such as tonight's episode. No, because I was thinking. Well, we're not talking about the vote off yet, but. Whatever. You know, like sometimes with Survivor, they can be so petty why they vote someone off or like just someone annoys you, right? Or like you're like, ah, kind of reminds me of like in Seinfeld, like Jerry, like just like picks something out of his girlfriend that he doesn't like, then dumps her. Mm -hmm. Crossover there. Yeah. And usually that happens in the pre-merge first few votes. Hey, we don't like that Gabler put that on us as a blanket. We don't like that Reem. You're so paranoid. She's so paranoid. Yeah, exactly. We don't like that Reem put our clothes on the beach. <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. Reem put our clothes on the beach. Have you? What the hell? It's been a while. Like, can you think of someone that fell apart as soon? I mean, to be. <laughs> This deep into the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we're that deep. What is this? Episode fourth, four? fourth vote. Fourth vote? Fourth vote. That's pretty deep into the season. It's a very first vote thing to do, but not f- like fourth episode first vote, like first boot. Yeah. So, yeah. That uh, was... I'm picturing Jeff at the editing boot, jerky a beer. Oh, I remember my first travel council. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should say so- that because there is a. Uh, an episode of uh, season one of Survivor where he's drinking a beer with Kelly Wigglesworth watching the edit for the first episode of season one of Survivor. That was her reward, drink a beer and eat spaghetti with Jeff at a bar and watch Survivor. Wow. And at one point you can see Jeff's beer is foaming over. It's like halfway done and he's like bumped it or something and it's like totally foaming over. They're just chatting like it's normal. (laughs) Jeff, man. So, so I, I I watched that and I was like, Jeff, I remember my first spaghetti and beer. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Well, yeah, because the whole celiac yeah. thing, of course. Have you ever had? Have you ever washed down a gluten free pasta with a gluten free beer? Uh, not in my recent memory, but mm. I would love to have a gluten free beer and gluten free pasta with Jeff. <laughs> I like how you say not in your recent memory, like when you were a kid, you were having a gluten-free beer and gluten-free pasta. I got to say, when I was in high school, I slipped up a few times and drank some real beer and felt really sick. Yeah. Laker. That was when you were in your rebellious, rebellious punk days. I guess. But like, I don't know. I feel like it just made <laughs> me feel really sick. <laughs> weren't rebelling against any authority, just your own body. Yeah. You know, uh, Ben, I'll run this one by you because I, I've been thinking about this for years now is that I had someone staying at my place at one point. Okay. And he was celiac. Yep. But he didn't tell me he was celiac. Okay. And at the time I was working at Starbucks, so I got like all the free leftover sandwiches. Oh, okay. So I'd bring them home 
And then when I left for work, I'd come back and he was like staying there or whatever while he was in town and he would eat all of the sandwiches. You know, this is interesting because my friend's dad is also celiac. And I remember, um, or she says he's celiac. Uh, I remember being at my friend's wedding rehearsal and this guy is literally just drinking like Molson Canadians. Really? And apparently it doesn't affect him too much. Well, I found that strange. Mm. This like p- particularly Molson Canadian? No, but that I he I just he was drinking beer and it was Molson Canadian. I was like, does this not affect you? Do you think it's light and gluten and you didn't know? No, it wouldn't be good for me. I feel like you dietary wise, what would what would get in your way on Survivor? Honestly, um I don't think much, right? Maybe papaya. the reward. You know what? Um, yeah, maybe the papaya. I don't know. I would love. To, I really want to audition and go hard on the celiac angle. Yeah, make. That I would your be the sob fr- story. Oh no, I would be the second celiac after Elizabeth Hasselback. Oh, she. She's celiac. She's a big advocate for it. Yeah, she is. What if you? Oh, is, is celiac now a right wing thing? Yeah, apparently <laughs> she's she's weaponized it. <laughs> For the right wing. The right wing are, are weaponizing it. Would you wear a shirt that says, like, no bread on it or something? Well, no, I would definitely... No, I would wear a celiac awareness shirt. What well, What is your funny celiac awareness shirt? Oh, it's just... I have a celiac awareness shirt that has, like, a question mark. And it's, like... Has all these, like, symptoms. And then it's, like, celiac disease or something. Right. Yeah, it's not really funny because it's actually a serious. It's Anna, actually a serious Anna, disease Anna that a funny shirt, it's actually a serious disease a that millions of people die from every year. So yeah, it's not <laughs> funny. It's not funny. It's real. It's a real disease, and a lot of people question it. <laughs> well, a lot of people question it. <laughs> this guy that was eating all these sandwiches and staying on my couch. Yeah, I came home one day and he he couldn't move. And he was like, and he told me I had to go get him fruit because he's celiac and he ate all my sandwiches. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> you have to go back to Starbucks and I... get fruit. <laughs> wow. So is this Rudy? <laughs> is this Rudy from Survivor? Yeah, I got some friends that I'll, I'll teach you a lesson if you don't get me some fruit. Let's picture you crashing on your couch. Okay, well, that is weird. A- antidote for eating Does that, fruit. Have you heard of that? Does that help? No. Or did this guy just tricked me into buying. I think he just grocery. tricked you. I think he was lying about the celiac thing. He just wanted fruit. He just wanted dessert. <laughs> he wanted dessert. Was I'm Elizabeth Hasselback staying at your house? That'd be crazy. <laughs> well, Cody used to be a, one of the girls on the View. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Speaking of which, it was Barbara Walters birthday about three weeks ago <laughs> she i think she's in her 90s that'd be awesome if she hasn't been seen in public since That's around 2016 yes something like that she's gen x yeah. like me yeah. but um that'd be amazing it's like barbara walters hasn't been seen since 2016 but then she's on survivor season 44 <laughs> <laughs> she's just competing she's been getting ready I would love. Yeah, they need that. They need her. So let's talk about Coco. <laughs> speaking about <laughs> speaking of Babwa, let's talk about Coco. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm so, down. So, oh, I did want to talk about when Cody when Co- when Cody was deciding over who to to pick to who to steal from. They had these like quick w- shots of like the other tribes 
picking over who they're and it was like like the tribes were having conversations with each other through the edit i thought that was really fun it made me think of like past seasons where they used to do stuff like that um i the 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 stealing from the another tribe is really simple but they should do more stuff like that i know i, I like, like that stuff I, the, just for the edit it's fun and it and it hey damien um and uh i don't know just like Mixing up a dynamic like that without an advantage, like there's no, it's about like pots and pans. It's about yeah. fishing here. It's not about losing a vote. It's not about yes. like getting people's beads to get an yes, idol Joel. for two. Yeah, you know. It's no, like, go on for a couple more points. I like that. Yeah, I this just this is a good speech. It's just like classic. Just it's a, it's a classic no, thing. I like it. Go I back like it. to it. You know? I know less with the pirate wheel, less with the b- going yeah. to the island, the mm. bags. How much would everyone pop? All of us, if the auction came back this season. Oh, I would come. Like, please, please. Every, literally everyone who I talked to that doesn't watch Survivor or is just starting to watch Survivor again or whatever, because a lot of people are watching it again. So why did they get like, rid of it? Why did they get rid of everyone? Is because everyone has too many dietary restrictions these days? I think it's because Shireen sort of gamed the system and Jeff felt foolish by it. Oh, can like he was he was he was like mad that people were sort of like pooling their tokens so that they could and then like conspiring so that they could get the family letters and the advantage. Dude, advantage. all he has to do, Jeff needs to adapt to the new survivor that he's always talking about. The host needs to adapt to bring that back. Everyone wants it. To me, that is like when I play a new Mario game, Mario Party game, and it doesn't have that challenge where you stretch the face well i don't know what you're talking about but okay cool the listeners will know the listeners get it much like a lot of listeners got my mighty ducks 2 reference earlier yep but mine is a bit more topical because the new mario trailer just dropped (laughs) (laughs) what about the mario party game where you you shake the cola you know with your like wii controller or the, Um. the new switch ones and it, and then you just uh, see, I guess, who jerks off the most in the room by who wins it. Sorry, I was, I'm Gen X. I don't know the Wii games. Mimi really wants to get a Nintendo Switch so she can play Mario Party. Well, you'll know about it once you get one. Yeah, and you'll some. start to doing the the jack off motion. The jack No, no, I'm Christian. I don't do that. <laughs> well, then you can't win that mini game. Jeff is Christian. I would, I would, I would find a different way to. I would check it with my feet. If if Chris Pratt's there telling you that you have to do it to win the game. Oh, he's Mario. Yeah. He's Mario and he's Christian. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? Yeah. And he does it in the trailer. He does that. He does the jerk off motion? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is the movie based off of Super Smash Bros or Mario Party or uh, Mario Kart? I think it's, it's... Go ahead. It's actually based off... Paper uh, Mario? Dr. Mario? Very close. Canadian Mario? No, it's based off a dream that Boston Rob had. <laughs> and he wrote a screenplay in the dream. Mariano. Yes, and then he <laughs> went to a hospital, psychoanalyzed uh, by Ellie. <laughs> and then Ellie brought it over to the heart valve technician. Oh. Who was whatever, Gerson or whatever. <laughs> Gerson. <laughs> whatever his name is. Gabler. Gabler. Gabler Gerson. And then Tori came in from the other season. Oh yeah, she was a and she was overseeing well. what Gerson was doing. Gerson, <laughs> and she wrote it down. And then she 
handed the script to Shigeru Miyamoto and said, make this a movie. <laughs> and then Shigeru Miyamoto said, fuck yes, fuck yes. All the survivor <laughs> greats coming together yeah. to collaborate. Yes, that'd be awesome. With the voicing Peach Kelly Wigglesworth. <laughs> voicing, <laughs> yeah. Voicing Bowser is Joel from season 16. Glad he's back. <laughs> hey, he looked like Bowser. He was big like Bowser. Well, I mean, Jack Black still makes sense because Mike White did the hookup for them. They oh, asked yeah. Mike White to. Yes, of yes. course. Jack yes. Black. Yeah. And Mike White's uh, toe. Wow. This. Do you I, think that Jack Black watched that season? I would. I would uh, bet my bottom dollar on it. Yeah, they're besties. Okay, Coco. Mm-hmm. We talking the Pixar movie or are we talking? Oh, you Pixar freak! I had to. We're talking 3D animation. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we got, we got Coco. We do we hear much from them other than the raid? Um. Before before that, the, no, not too much before the raid. No, because that we hear Cassidy's perspective on the raid. Yeah. And we yeah. See that her, was the first confessional. We sort of flirt. For that. We we see James's perspective on the raid. We see Carla's perspective on the raid. Particularly, she knew she got snowed. And it's funny because Co- Cody was like using his elevator salesman techniques, like totally snowing them. Mm-hmm. So we saw. Yeah. In the edit, had they just given them the the machete, maybe. He wouldn't have used his salesman techniques, but whatever. Wow, I just had this really uh, vibrant mental image in my head of Marcellus Wallace from Pulp Fiction asking, having the whole Coco tribe at his bar and asking them to throw the challenge, like Bruce Willis's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And just then- picture them all there. He's like, you're going to throw this challenge. Oh, and they open, dude, and that's what's in the briefcase. It's an immunity idol. Duh. Does he look like rice? Then why are you trying to cook him like rice, Brett? Yes. Why are you trying to cook him like rice? Yes. Oh, my God. This all makes sense now. (laughs) Mm. That is a tasty apple. (laughs) Uh, uh, Got to think of uh, another thing. Oh, I, they're doing And it. I will strike down upon the sandbag. <laughs> yes. Oh, they do the dance at Jackrabbit slims <laughs> to the winners at war. <laughs> you better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it all works. It all works. <laughs> it all Coco. Works. We're back to Coco. We gotta, sorry, we gotta sorry. talk about it. Okay. Pixar movie. We yes. get we get back from, from the challenge. We see Geo so hilariously confident that he is calling the shots. And Cassidy is that. going home tonight. And he's mansplaining to Cassidy about how to cut the coconut evenly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what a perfect kind of uh, what a perfect kind of play um, that they ended up doing mm-hmm. for this. That was very unique in its own, too. Yeah. That not only they blindside Lindsay... But they send Gio a message like, you're not in charge. You're not yep. calling the shots. You're yeah. not. Yep. And you better watch it or you're next. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw in the next time on that 
don't uh, maybe Cassie confronts him about this, and I don't think Geo plays it well. Honestly, but we'll see. I would like to say this about the next time on. They are getting like these like like so they have the editors who are doing a great job like editing the whole episode. Wonderful edit this year. For the next time on this season, they're dropping the ball. It's like, what are these people even thinking? It's like giving us, there's no storyline. But anyways. It's just a lot of hyperbole. Yeah, it's like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. Um, my dream for this podcast, if we had an, enough listeners, our Patreon bonus episodes through the week would be us overanalyzing the next time on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought your dream was that we record a live at Applebee's. That too. That too. I have a ma- I have many dreams for this podcast. I, I my my that'd be awesome. Drive to the closest Applebee's to Toronto in Buffalo, maybe Ajax. Ajax. There's one in Ajax. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <gasps> oh my and god! We get, and we get Marianne. Marianne as the guest. Oh my yep. gosh! Wow! What yeah. a time that would be. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, but then we see a new plan forming. No, no, no. We're not sending Castillo. We're sending Geo home. Easy. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Geo is Geo is thinks he's calling the shots. Fuck that guy. We're we're sending Geo home. Fine. Yeah. But and then we knew going into this too. Like the one thing that we knew about Coco is we knew the tribe divide. We knew that Ryan and Geo were at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely got shaken up by because because those two plans come together quickly, and I'm thinking, hmm, there's quite a bit of episode left. Yeah. What's gonna happen here? Yeah. And then we see Lindsay being like, so. This is what's happening, but I'm pretty paranoid. Yeah. I keep seeing people going off and walking and talking and all this stuff, so I'm bringing it up with people. And she is talking to James and Carla in particular, being like very sort of condescending, very untrustworthy towards them. Yep. And James, Carla, immediately is like, oh, we're just getting her out. But James... All credit to James for being very patient with yeah. with uh, um, Lindsay, taking her aside and being like, "No, you like, how do I describe to you all this stuff?" Then the way she gets out of it was like, "Okay, sorry, I trust you now, I guess." Yeah, she was very like weird about her paranoia. Like it was like, I feel like if I was that paranoid, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, but like, uh, are you guys voting for me?" But she's like almost like. Oh, like like as if the paranoia is their fault. Yeah, it's like yeah. come on, buddy. Yeah, and, and it was such a disastrous falling apart of someone to that we almost don't see this late in the game, and not that it's that late again. Um, I would say the last I, time we saw something like this was Danny in Winners at War. Guys? Yeah, I think that's the worst I've ever seen anyone fall apart in my life. <laughs> like that was like that. <laughs> He was not... in a good spot, it seems. I know, he was buddy. In one of the best spots in the tribe. I mean, Carla seemed to be a, a working to be allies with everybody, but Lindsay was in a spot where she was the one close to James before this. That's why James gave her so many extra chances. And she was the one that brought the women's tribe together, or mm, the women's yeah. alliance together, mm. and was seemingly leading them and brought James into that. Mm-hmm. Also, had the uh, her and James are from the same place, too, so they bonded over that at the start as well. Oh, Philly, right? Yeah, they're yeah. both Philly. So she was in the ultimate position, and then going in, Coco still wasn't out of it with the numbers or anything like that. She she was in a really good spot and she completely fell apart with the most <laughs> small amount. Yeah. 
the smallest amount. James had a of fun. Thing. James had a fun confessional right at the uh, the watering hole. Mm-hmm. It was clear that it must have like her com- his conversation with Lindsay must have just happened, and it was an impromptu yeah. confessional, which we don't see as much on Survivor lately. But I've I've noticed a couple this year, um, and where it seems like Cody keeps turning to talk to the camera. Yeah. And I think James must have, they must have been like, James, what's going on? And so he turns to the camera and he's so flabbergasted, just like, I just, I don't get this, like, I don't yeah. get what's going on. And he, he literally like, like walks away from the, the confessional. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Yeah. And I mean, this was a great look on James too. Like you said, like going back to it was her it, and yeah, every, yeah. everything like that and wanting this to work, really mm-hmm. wanting this to work Yeah, because I mean, and it really shook. He a does l- make her feel better about it too. Yeah, I think by the by the time they get to tribal, I think she's feeling okay about it. Well, yeah. the the other thing too is that this also shook up the fact that it seemed to have been the other side of this tribe was Geo and Ryan, mm-hmm. and somewhere along the lines where we didn't see Ryan, got Ryan blindsided Geo with the rest of them mm-hmm. and yeah. didn't talk to that person. So I I guess. They must have brought Ryan in and said, "This is the four editors." Yeah, here's yeah, here's here's also a thought that I had because they're they're talking about how there's a lot of chaos on the uh, like at tribal. Jeff's talking to them. They were like they're in the middle of conversations when they were brought to tribal, right? Maybe Gio was being like really gung ho about Cassie. Maybe he knew about a Lindsay vote maybe coming together. But he was like, no, it needs to be Cassie. Okay, everybody? It needs to be Cassie. And that's just like even a worse look on him probably. Maybe that's what's happening. Yeah. But he he's literally the one that said that there was, he was in the middle of a conversation when he went. When they he went was trap. completely blindsided. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it did seem so. It seemed and so. Yeah. Lindsay was too, but Lindsay was also I'm still, sorry. even on the way out, wasn't self-aware at all. Like said, I didn't think my alliance was going to betray me. I trusted them. And stuff like that. It's like, well, no, this happened because of you. They were yeah. with you. It's it, it's so funny. It's just such a classic Survivor Fall Apart. It's herself. almost like it's it's almost refreshing to see. Yeah, I know this it's a throwback. This classic of a throw of a of a Survivor blow up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like. Oh, it's like a brush of fresh air. Like I just it was, it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was. I was just thinking about that. You know, like that classic Will Smith soundbite from the Oscar, where he's like, "Keep your my wife's name out of your mouth." I'm picturing Lindsay <laughs> saying to her tribe, "Keep my name out of your <laughs> mouth." Hey, you forgot a a, a, a big ingredient. In that oh, the swear. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, frick. Okay, whatever, <laughs> man. But you get what I'm saying, right, Lindsay, buddy. I feel like the fucking is the most rageful part of that. Yeah. Out your fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it's so right. Ra- that's when you knew he was serious. Yeah. When you heard the fucking mouth. Yeah. I was, I was getting that from Lindsay. <laughs> I, I knew he was serious when he was accepting his Oscar and tearing up. Tearing up. And, and well, we saw, for my dude, family we like saw we really? saw some serious tears from Lindsay in her vote off, um, whatever that th- thing's was called. She Exit. I think near the end, she kind of like was crying a bit. Like it hurt her. I wonder if because she, she knew she played herself. Do you think she's did? Did she know? What? Oh, does she know? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Does she go back to Neca and uh, Mariah and uh, who else is? Yeah, there? And, maybe and she's, Justine and be like. Oh, 
I got screwed. I got screwed. I knew it. I, I knew fleeced. I was being. I I was paranoid, but I was right. Yeah. Hey, uh, how about this? Are they going back there? And they're like, are all the men working together? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. A man needs to go. <laughs> I was just thinking. Wow, that's yeah. I know it's probably like we're saying it without saying it, but it was, it was a self fulfilling prophecy. What what Lindsay was talking yeah. about? Yeah, yes, yes, she fulfilled it, and that's a lesson in life. Don't try to you know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And this was another. I feel like I, I that's me talking to myself because sometimes I do that sort of stuff. You know. Don't think like Lindsay. That's why I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like no, it feel is. It's like her, it's the natural sort of like, especially on Survivor. Like if it's coming together pretty easily, you're like, well, I'm paranoid. Like what? What are what are all the factions not going on? You know what I <laughs> wow, mean? Wow, it's like know what I'm thinking. I think the editors, <laughs> the editors cut Cody giving Lindsay some pot brownies. <laughs> and that made her so paranoid. He's like, like "Mahalo, <laughs> brother." <laughs> Sorry, I peaked. I peaked, but yes, exactly. Gave her pot brownies. It's coming together. No, but I do. I get. I get the the thought process of being like, oh, "Fuck, it's too easy." I know. It's I know. Too easy because what's that's going on? Thing. What's the, what's the fuck? What yeah, the fuck? I know. It's. It's easy to think that way. Mm-hmm. Especially if you are like Galaxy Rangers, you watch Survivor a lot. And yeah. like the, the people that always like uh, go out are people who are like a little overconfident, you know. I would yeah. also think to myself, if I was in that position, it's too easy. But it's also too easy to think it's too easy mm-hmm. because you're not in that position when you're watching at home. You don't know how yeah, much downtime it is where people are like, this is what the vote is. Here's the thing with these three tribe things, okay? Six people, okay? There's not a lot of room for fancy shit. No. Okay? Yeah. So, like, you have this core four. That is so lucky. I know. And in, also, a, in, a, yeah. in a group of she, six. She had been building towards an easy vote. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so rare to see someone fall apart this late into it, because she'd been building towards an easy vote for the yeah. last four weeks. Yeah, you have it. Like, Sucks. you've been s- sitting at home for three tribal councils while they happened. Fucking... Just do the easy thing. Yeah. You want Geo out, go get Geo out. Yeah. I mean, mm. the only way that it, it would not... I mean, yeah, I don't understand why she didn't... It was funny, too, time. when she was like, I I see why they would want me out. I'm a threat. Yeah. <laughs> You're a threat to yourself, I'm buddy. a social threat. I'm a physical threat. <laughs> not <laughs> anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, anymore. man. It was funny, too, because I think the edit was pretty good and that I wasn't sure whether it would be Lindsay or Geo. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I want to see both of them stay. Like I would almost rather see Cassidy go, because Come we've seen so much less of her. She's so much less of an interesting character. Where like G- Geo and Lindsay have shown each other, shown themselves to be like hot messes, but no, still like fun characters. I I, I wouldn't want to see what happens to Lindsay if she stays on there and and like a merge too. How paranoid! Oh, uh, that actually would have been fun. It would be fun to see. Yeah, well, you don't know. Cassidy might be fun. Yeah, no, 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 no. and Let's and I think we're building towards the Cassidy and Cody sort of. Spin off or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need a new one. We need Flavor another one. Love. It's been a while. Let's go. Cody of love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm feeling kind of sleepy. Oh, are you okay, buddy? Uh oh. Uh-oh. 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 
Snoopy. Fishing gear. Uh, uh, fan choice, buddy. What's yeah. up? Here, here I am. I'm the so people nice survivor. Yeah. They didn't take fishing gear, did they? They got fishing gear and they got potatoes. Really? Yeah, I actually watched the night. You did, yeah. live. This is the hundredth time I've watched this episode. Wow. <laughs> this is one of my favorite episodes of Survivor ever. <laughs> I keep going back in time to watch this. Sorry, wow. sorry, forward in time. Now it will be back in time. This is really interesting. I actually don't even know what timeline I'm in. Wow. Wow. I mean, I've been kind of debating this back and forth for uh, for every week, but mm. and Joel's always turned me down on this one. Maybe, Rupee, you'll be on board. Okay. But I'm thinking that tonight's episode mm-hmm. was better than Kai Gayan. Uh, no, uh, no, I, I, Rupert, don't think that I love that season much like Joel. <laughs> no, you love that For one. no outside factor. I do think that season's really good, and I don't think Well, I don't see you watching been, that one every week, Rupee. I actually do. Oh, yeah? I actually do. I'm watching well, you it. didn't mention I'm it. I'm watching it in, in, in my, one of my, my brain palaces right you now. You said know, this was your this is a new This is a new wrinkle to me, okay? I have so much personality in my brain that I can, in my brain, watch... Like do separate tasks. I have, there's two two factions of my brain watching Kagayan right now. Wow. One's on the merge, one's on the pre merge, and one of them is actually it's like like I can get information, but I can also rewatch information for pre- for pleasure. Wow. And like and another faction of my brain is watching Abbott Elementary right now, <laughs> and another yeah, another fraction of my brain is 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 watching um uh, Zabumafu. Oh, this is like that movie with the orange-haired lady and the aliens come down, and then there's some arrival. There's an arrival. Yes, yeah, much all like arrival. time yeah. happens all at once. Well, wow. I actually took a, the pill that uh, <laughs> Bradley Cooper takes in Limitless. Oh, that's awesome, <laughs> and buddy. Then I, and then, and then they went through some they did some thingamajigs with it, and I actually went with I took the pill that Scarlett Johansson took in 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 Lucy. How many pills have you taken? A lot of pills. <laughs> Too many <But> pills. Super. <laughs> I have a time machine. I have pills. I have, I have a fucking putting edge in the middle of the Lake Ontario, and I have found the lost city like of Atlantis. Like the chain, the putting edge, like the yeah, putting edge. Wow. I it was I was trying I to start my that. own franchise of like uh, fucking Rupert's putting, but then Putting Edge bought us out, and but they kept me on as a franchisee. That'd have been pretty good money. Yeah. Wait, Ben, it's been a little while since you've seen Rupert. Yeah, and I, I do have a specific question for, for you, Rupert. Uh-huh. So, I was bringing up this earlier in the podcast, but uh, I don't know where you're at, and I was saying how this season, more than ever, all the tribes color-coordinated, yellow wears yellow, blue wears blue, okay. orange wears orange or red. Mm-hmm. So, where would tie-dye fit in in this season? Well, that's the thing, how you use 100% of your brain when you take the limitless pill. Okay. That's what the sort of tie-dye is. You oh, it's everything. You 100% of color. So you if know. you were on season 43, would you be in a couple tribes? Like? I would be in every tribe. I would be probably every contestant. Wow, that's yeah, so it'd interesting. Yeah, be all 18 contestants, yeah. Is that but we did find out next week that I, I, sorry, last week. Well, actually, I know what we find out next week, but I'll keep that a secret. <laughs> We oh, found please out, give us a hint. We found out, la- well, next week, 
something dramatic happens on the podcast, I will say. Oh, <laughs> you no. don't want to know. Oh, no. We found out last week that I am on season 50 of Survivor, and I do kill Jeff, Jeff Probst during... <gasps> no. Um, uh, wow, can we get, like... Oh, is that Tom Cruise from Minority Report? Is he coming in here? Hey, I'm Tom Cruise from Minority Report. I sound a lot like Rupert. <laughs> Tom, Tom, oh my God. Ben Stiller, uh, Celiac Awareness Month. Ben May. Stiller? Oh, close, 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 close. Ben Stiller, we met when we did the, the MTV uh, Movie Awards parody thing on Mission Impossible 2. I remember that. That was hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. I'm Ben Stagger, but whatever. Okay, then I got to go. I'm all, I, I thought I heard that Ben Stiller was here. That's but why I came But there's a here. crime he's committing in the future. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Rupert. Gone. That he's scared gone. me. He's I just really like Jeff. I thought Jeff. that you were, you were narking on me, dude. I really like Jeff. I'm sorry. You're narking on yourself. You're telling me about all these drugs. You don't tell a stranger about all these drugs you're taking, but I guess you know everything you're doing. Well, you want some? Yes. All right. I'll give you some after the podcast. Oh, my God. You do Thank not want to do that during the podcast. You're talking about peaking now. Do you only take pills peaking. that are in movies? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's why I, I uh, you know, in that, what's that in the new Batman movie where it's like eye drops? <laughs> yeah. I do that. <laughs> wow. I actually, so you actually told me when we were doing a commercial break that you... Or and I don't know why I freaked out now, but you kill Jeff Probst season fifty. They bring yeah. the auction back, and the auction is just all drugs from movies, and that's yeah. And Jeff Probst's body parts. Oh, wow. Yeah. <sighs> wow, buddy. All right. Well, uh, I'm so high, <laughs> so I gotta get going. Whoa! Did you have one of Lindsay's pot brownies? Yeah, I did. Oh, Cody made it special. Oh, Cody's, for me. but yeah. Lindsay. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, all buddy. Right, see you later. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Tony. Yeah, what's up? Oh, How are God, you? we needed someone here t- that would actually enforce a law for once. Yeah, I'm a cop. I know what I know what this he is, is up to. This is your chance. Oh my God! Oh, you you heard? Do you work with the, the Minority Report guys? Because <laughs> here's the thing: I'm undercover with Rupert right now. You can't tell him. I know everything oh, okay, that he's up to good. with all the okay. pills and the murdering. And, and, and the I will say, I've been following him. I'm also a time cop. Oh, good. Like okay. okay, I feel very so at ease now. So you're going to stop I've been, I've been going forward in time with him every time he kills somebody. He's been doing it a lot. He killed uh, Jeff Probst. He killed uh, Chris Hansen. <laughs> Chris Hansen, why? Who's Chris Hansen again? That's the To Catch a Predator guy. Yeah, he killed Chris Hansen. What's he trying to get away with? <laughs> Tony, I, I, j- I just need to know, is Barbara Walters going to be okay next season? Because I know she's going to hey, make coming the big... On. She's coming on, but Rupert kills her halfway oh, through. God. Yeah, she's the first medevac, medevac that dies. We, uh, gosh. It makes me sad. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to make you sad. Well, I also got ask. Are you okay? Do you, you know about the right? future? Are they going to do a metaverse season or something like that? Metaverse. And would we get a medevac in the metaverse? That sounds like his Dr. Seuss like novel or something. <laughs> medevac now in I the metaverse. I know why you brought up the metaverse. I was like, why do you bring in the metaverse? I was like, oh, because it sounds like medevac. Yeah, I gotta ask. What's going on? You, is, you seem to see the future, I'm too. I'm not usually the straight man. <laughs> well, I'm just asking some questions, buddy. I'm asking you some questions. It's You're on the other side of the interrogation yeah, table. Yeah, I guess so. Done a couple interrogations, okay? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I honestly, it doesn't feel good. I might get out of the game now. 
might retire <gasps> before I before Yo, I stop. This Rupert is from all doing coming all together things. now. I'm sorry, this is all coming together. So if you're time cop mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise, Minority Report, mm-hmm. all sort of thing. So instead of like like whatever you got normally you're like back the blue, right? You're like a cop, like <laughs> blue. Sorry, sorry, I'm just saying. But since it's all time, that's like now I get it with the tie dye that like you're all everything everywhere everything all at once. everything we're all at once okay all at once, yeah. okay so I just wanted to make that clear okay er. I'm gonna get going well <laughs> <laughs> this really wore you out huh? yeah. Tony I'm exhausted <laughs> I got I got a lot of police work to do here. Okay. I've never seen you blow us off you ask you to leave sorry I just had a f- couple questions so no I, I just, appreciate the I appreciate so the third degree you know I need to know how it feels every once in a while in the future. Police wear tie dye. Well, okay. and I and I have a lot of tattoos. Ah, Ben, I'm gonna need you on the podcast more often. You get Rupert and Tony out of here quick. Sorry, I gotta, get, I gotta get going. This is a lot. Oh my God, is that the ghost of Rudy? Hey, yo, well, I mean the ghost of Rudy. I mean, I've never appeared on the podcast, but I do. And Rupert talks about me a lot, don't he? Don't he? I think you I have got, appeared on I the got, podcast. I got a lot of friends. What can I say? Wow. It is so nice to see you, Ghost of Rudy. Mm, uh, yeah, well, you, careful what you say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to get going. Bye. Bye. Oh, you got to right. come back. I'm awake now. Well, you you missed a lot. Uh, ben got threatened by Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Oh, he threatened to do the same thing he did to Elizabeth Hasselback and the breadcrumbs <laughs> and the, the the Starbucks sandwiches. Oh, it was Rudy who gave Elizabeth Hasselback the Starbucks sandwiches in Cody's place, and then Elizabeth Hasselback killed Rudy. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk about predictions. Uh, who do you predict that is going home next week, Ben? If only I could ask Rupert or uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Well, they know what's going to happen. <laughs> or, or who did I pre- Oh, sorry. Hey, you should trust in your own predictions here based off of your uh, deduction solving that whole breadcrumbs crime. There. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So who do I think is going to go home next week? If I could predict, I would think it would be... Oh, uh, we got to go for an easy one. I'm saying this is a five-episode build-up to Ellie... Is that her name? Yeah. Psychologist, yeah. she's getting kicked off. I'm okay. sorry. See, I'm gonna go the other way. There. Or is this a season long arc? I have to ask this question to myself. Anyways. I'm gonna go the other way. I think it is a pre merge arc okay. towards Ellie versus Gabler finally bashing heads. But I think that Sammy and Owen are gonna go with them. They're going to pull off this whole thing where they make Gabler think that they're going to be voting for Sammy. He plays the, the idol for Sammy, and then they all vote Gabler. All right. Well, I and mean... Gabler goes home. I think at this point, we've had so much build towards Baca that I, I think it has to be them this time, and you guys are right. We'll all be surprised if it's not. Um, and I think that they are going to have to have the decision now if... They want to put a threat like Ellie into the merge, or if they want to have to deal with Gabler for the rest of the merge as their yeah. ally. Yeah. Um, but I think that cooler heads will prevail, and I'm going with Ben here that Ellie is okay. going home. All right. Yeah. Who knows? But I would also, be. I would be surprised. She also, seems like a like a, a a merge. Make the merge. Sorry. Who's Ellie's buddy? 
Janine. Janine. She hasn't been getting a lot of screen time. So if we think in edit mode, maybe next episode she gets a lot of screen time and she gets kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Who the knows? only thing we know about her is that she bumped her chin at some point. Yeah, <laughs> and then she went through the bag. Yeah, maybe she bumped her chin going through the bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got hit in the face with Gabler's idol. Yeah. Who is your pop of the week? Who do you think is, had the, the, the... Who was the main character this episode? Uh, Main character of the episode, I have to say, probably... Um, it was kind of Lindsay's story to me. Kind of. Yeah. It was Lindsay's downfall. It was like a sad movie. Yeah. It's kind of like Requiem for a Dream or something. Yeah. Like, is is between her and also just the tale of, what's the Red Tribe again? Vessi. It's kind of a, a story about them and yeah. then Lindsay. Like, I, I, I really, it made me really, like, I, I really am enjoying Vessi. I'm really rooting for them. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like just, all four of them. It's just, I was like, during the reward challenge and the immunity challenge, I was just like, I just want you guys to win so badly. So it's kind of that, and then Lindsay's down fall, unfortunately. Honestly, I think, yes. I mean, I think if we were going to pick someone from the Coco Trap that wasn't Lindsay as a pop, it'd maybe be James or Carla, I guess. But I feel like for screen time, like, Lindsay was just digging herself a hole this is this is interesting i don't think that and i could be wrong about this and listeners let us know uh but i don't think we've ever given the pop of the week to someone that got voted out Mm -hmm. i don't that doesn't sound she got a lot of screen time she got a lot she did she needed to i mean whoever got whoever was going home at coco was going to need to get a lot of screen time unless it was carla i i want to before we move on, maybe you can do your pop of the week before we move well, on. Well, are you choosing Lindsay, too? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm actually going to go uh, with James. You were kind of leaning towards him a little because bit. Because James is on his fantasy. <laughs> I like James. Uh, I, it's okay with the... I like James, but he's not the pop of the week. No, come on. He's the pop of the week. Here's here's why, though. Um, I really enjoyed... We hadn't seen a lot of James before this, and I really enjoyed um, getting to know him a little bit better. And I also enjoyed... How um, the story, yes, it was about Lindsay falling apart, but yeah. it was also about um, James and Carla kind of working around Lindsay. No, no, what also, sorry to, but James, uh, he's chess player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this was kind of like the ultimate like chess move. It's like, well, if my opponent, because everyone's your opponent at some mm-hmm. point, is going to do this stupid thing, like, I have to do what works. He's, he's a chess, I, yeah. yeah. I think James showed a lot of promise in this episode, which was probably the first time for him. Carla had already yeah. shown promise. Yeah, I, yeah, it made me really. I, like I want to watch. Yeah. I, I like them as a duo as well. Yeah, yeah. I really do too. And Those and it, and it's interesting that Ryan is part of this four-person voting block of Ryan, Cassidy, Carla, and James. Looks good to me. I because yeah. I, I I saw I think it's because of the, the they talked about a Philly connection between Lindsay and James. I saw James and Lindsay as a two, but now yeah. I see Carla and James as a two. Yeah, and we I, and we don't know how kind of Ryan fits into all of this because also he's gonna look good doing it. We know that. <laughs> I saw on Twitter a lot of a lot of people are thirsting off of Ryan, thirsting on Ryan, thirsting off of. I don't know. I'm not sure. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, and. I think that we kind of assumed Ryan's position uh, based off of Geo t- doing most of the talking before. So we kind of 
still don't know where he lies exactly. Yeah. And, Ryan? Yeah. yeah, and there's probably the most questions about him over anyone on there. Uh, maybe Owen is the other person, but I, I think Ryan has the most questions surrounding mm. him in this season so far. Yeah. 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 Um, I also just want to briefly bring up that you, we were talking about how they had their cake and ate it too by voting out Lindsay and also blindsiding Geo. I yep. feel like that was foreshadowed in Carla's confessional right before the commercial break where she was like, I want to get Lindsay out because she's paranoid and she's a liability, but I also don't like that Geo thinks he's calling the shots. Mm-hmm. So could have been a Carla move. Yeah. Yeah, that and it was a it was a very fun move and it was a great move and I I've been liking Carla this she was my winner pick, mm. um, so I'm still kind of feeling pretty good about that. Uh, but before we do go, I need to ask uh, Ben, how are you feeling about this season so far? Oh my god, <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm liking it. <laughs> so Ben, do you? Uh, well, I have anything uh, to plug? You want to plug your socials or whatever? Yep. So I'm doing, um, I'm actually going to be performing at, uh, I'm going to be performing at the Barclay Center um, uh, in Brooklyn on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I rented it out. Tickets are on sale. Um, and uh, I've rented, I've actually rented a small town um called at <laughs> Chatham Ontario <laughs> and I've I uh, rented out to uh shoot a pilot for a show called um Survivor Chatham <laughs> so that's uh coming up in the works and I'm also starring a coaster company a roller coaster company <laughs> and I'm going to build my own theme park next year I also um <laughs> I'm also uh, trying to make a dragon in a laboratory because I've always wanted to be a knight that slays a dragon because we've never actually seen that. We've only heard about it in movies <laughs> and maybe in Shrek or something like that. So I'm doing that. I'm also part of the Lost Media subreddit and we are looking for the arc that Indiana Jones uh, hid away in, in, our, in our Raiders of the Lost Ark. The one that they put in the factory. So we've started GoFundMe for that. Um... <laughs> So that's what I have on my plate. Off your that's what I have on my plate right now. Well, we'll be sharing that. On Do you know I'm the new? I'm the I'm the villain in the new Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> so if a hat comes flying through this window and slices my head off at any moment, you will know that it's being filmed. And Steven Spielberg is actually uh, directing this one. Uh, it has a different name of the uh, whatever director. Gold. Ryan Johnson. James Mangold. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's uh, sort of like. Alan Smithy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And uh, I have a child coming into the world, uh, 2024. My wife is pregnant for two years. Um, (laughs) And his name's going to be Cole. (laughs) Oh, thank you. His name's going to be... Named after me, me. It's both of us. Cole. <laughs> what? Your name Cole? I'm Joel. He's Cody. Exactly. So it's going to be the first merge boot baby. And we are going to get him on mic as soon as he comes out. And he's going to be plugging stamps.com. Aww. So, yes, uh, that's what I have going on. 
Wow, that was definitely the longest plug we've had, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. But I am excited for uh, Kitchener-Waterloo to get some uh, representation as far as the night dragon business goes. I'm yep. excited to go on one of your roller coasters. Yeah, and uh, well, else, yeah, it's going to be a big year. So, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, uh, and you can find Ben's profile on Sonar Network slash Merge Boot and our profiles as well. And you can find our social media there. And uh, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars. Leave us a review. You can communicate with us there. That's the most surefire way to for us to see your message. But there was a Instagram message. Maybe should I read it? Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know. What's I don't know. I mean, if you want, there was, there was some Instagram message, but since before the season, though, so. Let's read it. Uh, let's see. Let's put this person on blast. Yeah. Uh, you can also uh, review us on Spotify as well. Yeah, you can. Okay, requests. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, we'd love for you to try our brand new survival. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's okay. a spam. Uh, uh, no, no. I've <laughs> uh, been a huge fan. I've been a listener through all of this is from David. Uh, hey, thanks for making the podcast. I've been a listener through 41 and 42. Huge Survivor fan since the beginning. Started watching Borneo with my dad when I was a kid and never stopped. I was listening to your season 43 preview episode the other day, and I don't know why I didn't notice sooner that you're located in Ontario, GTA. Ooh. I don't know how you didn't know that either. Um, I'm in uh, Toronto myself. Do you know of any watch parties that are happening for the premiere? I'm sorry to be too late on this, David, but uh, thanks for being a listener. And maybe uh, we'll have a a live podcast. It might be too late to do this season. Season 44. Maybe season 44. Barbara Walters. Yeah, and and, um, uh, there's a watch party at uh, my house every single Wednesday, and uh, Joel will dox me on the Patreon. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. Anyway, if you wanna, if you wanna have your message, sorry, if David, if you didn't want your message read, I didn't give your last name, so it's fine. But uh, um, uh, if you wanna like communicate with us, obviously, I got to that late. So the best way to do it is on Apple Podcasts. Reviews. Apple Podcasts. Well, and if you ever get Cassie on Survivor, write Merge Boot on your slip uh, on, yeah, at Tribal Council. <laughs> that means a different thing when you're out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? That'll, everybody will think they want to go out at the Merge. Oh, uh, no. Merge Boot uh, Podcast. Ben's Dagger Kitchen of Waterloo. Yeah, well, yeah. not even that. Yeah. But, but whatever, yeah. Ben, thanks you so much for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me, everybody. This has been a wonderful podcast. This has been a good episode of uh, the podcast. It's been a guys, fun episode. Uh, thank you so much for having me once again. Um, let's... How many more episodes do we got of... Uh, Survivor this year? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's on the Wikipedia uh, but I'm sure listeners want to stand. It's usually 13. 13? 13. Okay. 13. All right, cool. Well, I'm so excited for the rest of the episodes. And, man, Jeff Probst, uh, I want to meet you one day, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet you. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.